there shall be a shower of blessing for me this morning. This is my prepare moment. I'm ready to take my blessing. Nobody will take my space. Nobody will take my blessing. My blessing is mine and I will enjoy it. If you cannot pray, that is not my fault. That is your fault. So, and I want you to open your mouth and say to the Lord and say, it is my season of blessing. It is my season of harvest. I shall be blessed. I will not be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, anoint us for harvest. Help us to enjoy supernatural harvest. Help us to enjoy continuous flow of harvest throughout our lifetime. Help us to be blessed this morning. Give us your word and we are going to be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let me turn to five people. Your season of harvest is here. Your season of harvest is here. This is your time for harvest. This is your time for harvest. This is your time for harvest. I prophesy it's your time for harvest in the name of Jesus. As you have prophesied it, so shall it be for all of us in Jesus' name. Harvest is something that makes us happy. Harvest means blessing. Harvest means a time of refreshing. Harvest introduces a new beginning. I'll be preaching today on the topic I've tied to anointing for harvest. Harvest means blessing. A season of a release of a wonderful blessing. And the Lord will release them upon us in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. The Lord promised why the heart is here. There will always be a time to sow and there will always be a time to harvest. In the calendar of God for us in this church, we have said the month of April is our month of harvest. Which means this month for you is your month of laughter. I cannot hear your amen. amen. Your month of testimony. Amen. Why the heart remaineth, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Your harvest will not cease in the name of Jesus. As long as the heart continues to be here, a time for people to plant seed will come each year. And a time for harvest will come each year. Your time of harvest will come this year. For you, this year will not be empty. When we are crossing over to year 2024, if Christ tarry, you have something in your hand. This year, 2023 will be better for you. You will have a wonderful testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, we are going to read again. Read again. Another scripture, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to 8, and 2 Kings chapter 4, maybe verse 1 and 2. And I will go into three things that guarantee harvest. Harvest means blessing. So if you are not listening, you don't want to be blessed. If you want to be blessed, you want to have harvest, you are going to listen very well. Look at what it says. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider ways and be wise. Listen, we should learn a lesson from the way the ant live and walk. This is history translation. They have no leader or ruler, but they prepare their food during summer. They get it all the time of harvest to prepare for winter. The time of harvest is also time of preparation for a time that may be dry. The 
time of harvest is a time of preparation for a time that may look dry. So that during the dry time, you will laugh. I pray for you that in the time of famine, you are going to laugh in the name of Jesus. Second Kings chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Second Kings chapter 4 is a very interesting story you have heard several times. Second Kings chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Now there cry a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bond men. Verse 2. Verse 2, and Eliza said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me what hast thou in thy house. And she said, Thy handmaid had nothing in the house except a pot of oil. That oil that will guarantee harvest. The Lord will open your eyes to it in Jesus' name. Now, when you say somebody feared the Lord and is in debt, that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. You're coming to church this morning, we have positive results. You know, there is a way poverty make you bow to insults. Poverty attracts insults. Nobody like a poor man. Don't let anybody deceive you. Poverty don't make you, does not make you holy. It makes you stink. Poverty is bad. People insult a poor man. I hate to be insulted. That's why I hate poverty. If you want someone to insult you in a party, be a poor person. If you want to be recognized in a party, have, a, have, have, have results in your life. When you have results, when you are coming, they will wait for you. When you are somebody that is begging for food, whether in your house or in a party, they will treat you anyhow. I told you a party I went to in the They gave us cards. And I could see people that were well-dressed that the bouncer will not allow to enter. They were well-dressed. They were not carrying cards to enter. And they wanted to eat. When I wanted to enter that party, when I showed them my card, they said they have to put tempo on my, on my nail so that it will show that I'm seriously accredited. I said, no. That if you want to put tempo in my nail, I will not enter. You can't put tempo because I want to eat a plate of rice. So, and they respected me and they leave me like that. So we were leaving because we were leaving the party before they finish. I saw some people still begging to enter. So I gave them my card. Here we enter. Go and eat the rice. Because poverty makes you accept insults. I was going for a party with Upper Nibada and they said, my immediate younger sister called me and said, are you sure they will allow you to enter because you don't have the card? I said, it would be a pleasure for me if they don't allow me to enter. I will just turn back. I don't need card to enter that place. If they ask me for card for me to enter, in front of all, I will turn. I will just turn up to turn. We'll go somewhere and feast ourselves in the barrel. We eat good rice at a very good place. What they cannot serve, and we turn. It will be their loss. And as I was entering, the bouncer said, No, no, no. They say they should not check him. Don't check him. Don't check him. I've entered a place for a wedding ceremony. And they asked me, which governor are you representing? It was because I was dressed. They said, which governor are you representing, sir? Are you the, representing the governor of some state? I said, no, I represent myself. I said, because me only need dirty. Poverty makes you to walk anyhow, make you to attract insults. 
All manner of insults. I pray for you this morning. Nobody will qualify to insult you. Can I pray for you again? You will not go for a party to beg for food. You know, they were doing it here the other day. And one of my sons here said, the woman very close to us asked her to come and collect Onjeli. I said, go back. He said, why? He said, your parents are taking good care of you. Don't you go and beg for food. You are above that. I know you are above it. I say, allow other people to go. There are some children, they just dump them here. They don't give them food. But you, you are well taken care of. Go back. Drop the light on. And he started calling other people. Oh yeah, come back. Don't. I say, no, let them go. There are some people that should go and beg for food. But you, I know your parents. I know your father and mother. And you are also a Christian. So, and they are not improvising you. You are not poor. So, you shouldn't be seen begging food like a limonjiri. Yorubas are known for pride. We are not beggars. We are not beggars. They say, Aousa people, if you bless them, they will say, may God continue to bless you so that we can come back and beg. They say, Yoruba people will say, no, may God continue to bless all of us so that we will not come back and beg you. That's the way we are. Harvest means blessing. And you should desire blessing. If you are poor and you don't desire blessing, you'll be poor for a long time. Oh. Because there are, there are things that make you blessed. And there are things that make you poor. And if you learn those things that make you blessed, you become a blessed person forever. How do you get anointing for harvest? Number one, you have a positive attitude to life. Attitude determines the way you see things and what you do to things that happen to you. Even if you are born from a poor home, you have a, have a positive attitude to life, you will live a great life. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4 says that anyone that is observing the wind will not sow. Anyone that is observing the cloud will not harvest. If you start observing things around your background, enemy my father's house, my mother is poor, my father is poor, my uncle is poor, you know I don't have anybody, you will not do anything in life. But if you have a positive attitude that without help I can rise to anywhere in life, it doesn't matter what you are going through, you will still overcome them. Whatever I've sent a mountain before you today, I pray you overcome them in Jesus' name. Positive attitude will remove excuses from you. The reason why you are not doing much is because you have negative attitude. You have been giving yourself excuses while you are not working. I am not educated. I don't have people. I am not connected. Nobody is helping me. My equity is helping. People that complain like that, even when they are helped, they are frustrated at the same time because they don't know how to utilize the help. Number one way to be blessed is to have a positive attitude to life. Positive attitude to life. Why? Jeremiah 29 11 says, I know the thought I think towards you. They are good thoughts. So you also must think good thoughts towards yourself. Why? Psalm chapter 16 verse 6 says, Lions are falling upon you in pleasant places. You have a good inheritance. If God says you have a good inheritance, if, if your father is an anabalist, it does not matter. What matters is that God says that lions are falling onto you in pleasant places. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 6 says, Let us come boldly to the throne of grace and receive grace to help us in time of need. So you must not have a negative attitude. You must have boldness and positive attitude attitude. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says, keep your heart with all diligence. Keep the way you think positive. 
He said, for out of them flow the issues of life. Your life will be determined by the attitude you have towards life. Don't be a negative, pessimistic somebody that never see anything good in other or that never see anything good in life. You just summarize the life of people or your own life and said, I can never amount to anything. I was asking somebody sometimes ago, I said, have you bought a land? He said, land. Ah. Daddy, you don't know my background. The fact that I'm hitting is a miracle. I said, that is not a miracle. Shut up your mouth. Will you be a tenant forever? He said, I just want you to know. I said, know what? I know your background before I ask you. You can do it. Other people that come from a worse background, they are building houses. Your own case will not be different. Stop exaggerating the work of the devil around you. And say that I cannot do anything because somebody is against me. Keep your heart with all words. All diligence. Stay positive. Maintain a positive attitude no matter what is happening to you. Because it is not what happened to you that matter. It is the way you think about them that determine your future. Not what has happened to you. Not what somebody has done to you. It is the way you are thinking about it that determine your height in life. Everything that I work against you, I prophesy, they will turn positive in Jesus' name. Your trials in life will turn to a testimony. Like the life of Joseph, you will sing a new song. In the name of Jesus Christ. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 15. Put on Proverbs chapter 15, verse 15. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 15 says, The days of the afflicted are evil, but eaters of a merry heart, they have what? <coughs> Continuous feast. What does that mean? Anyone that is positive in life, we always have continuous affairs. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, be positive at all times. If you want to have continuous harvest, can you preach to him again? Say, be positive at all times. No matter what you are going through. So that you have a continuous harvest. Let's preach the third time. Say, be positive at all times. So that you have a continuous harvest. Look at what he says again. He says, the days of the afflicted. If you are sad in life, things will be bad. You are not sad because things are bad. It is your sadness that is making things to be bad. If you want things to turn for a positive thing, you have to be a positive person. Miracle come from the inside. Is he well with you? Is he well with your daughter? Is he well with your husband? The woman kept saying what? It is well. And it was well. Whatever you are doing, I pray it shall be well with it. How is your business this morning? How is your job this morning? How is your future this morning? How is your tomorrow this morning? How about your financial situation this morning? Say loud and clear, it is well with me. And I pray as we are confessed before the Lord, so shall it be for you. You will have abundance in the name of Jesus. John chapter 8 verse 32 says, they shall know the truth. And what will the truth do? What is truth? Grace. When you are somebody that believes in grace, the grace of Jesus available, what God has done for you, the Bible says that grace of God will set you free. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17. 
I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God that does what? I can't hear you. That does what? Is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first, then to the Gentiles. Put on verse, verse uh, seventeen. Verse seventeen. Put on verse seventeen. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, "The just shall live by faith." Let me turn to your neighbor and say, "I live by faith, not by sight. I am positive because God is on my side." Christ is working for me. I am not alone. When you see me tomorrow, I will share testimony. If you are that person that will share testimony, shout hallelujah. Do you know, even as I'm talking, some are not talking, they say, how ah, is that possible? It's possible when you believe God. When your hope is on God, the Bible says you will not see evil when it comes. Evil may want to come, but you will not see it. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 to 8. He said, anyone that believes in the Lord will not see evil. It's always positive. Positive attitude guarantee continuous harvest. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 13. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 13. What does Deuteronomy chapter 13? Chapter 7 verse 13 and 14 says, and the Lord will love you and bless you and multiply thee and it will bless the fruit of your womb. The Bible says, verse 40, Thou shalt be loved above all nations. So we have superiority complex. I am loved. That is why I am blessed. Are you loved? Are you loved? Verse 40, put on verse 14. If you are loved, then you must be happy. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is talking to me. I am blessed above all people. I don't need you to pity me. Can't you see the hand of God upon my life? I am blessed and God is working for me. Come on, shout hallelujah. If God says that you are going to be loved above all people, you will not be attracting people to pity you. Because I see some of you the way you write. You are attracting sympathy. Anyone that is blessed does not need sympathy. If you are blessed and you are loved above all people, you will not be attracting people to pity you. The Bible says he has blessed you and loved you above all people. If you are the best person that the Lord has loved and blessed, you are going to have a positive attitude to life. You will smile at all times because the one that loves you is in charge and he has blessed you and loved you above all people. He said, thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you, among your cattle. Because you are blessed and loved, you maintain a positive attitude. You are not playing a fictive mentality, but a victorious man mentality. I'm actually in charge. All things are working for my good. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. For we know that all things work for good. For those people that love God. I pray for you this morning. All things will work for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. All things will work for your good. In Jesus name. Number one way to enjoy harvest. Is to have a positive attitude. Raise your hands to heaven. Say I am blessed. I have a positive attitude. Say I am blessed. 
God is on my side. Say, I am blessed because I'm blessed. Because I'm blessed above all people. How many of you are blessed this morning? You know you are blessed. If somebody is taller than you, that person is too tall. If somebody is shorter than you, that person is too short. If somebody is thinner than you, that person is too thin. If somebody is fatter than you, that person is too fat. You are the one that is blessed above all people. Are you perfect? Are you blessed? If you are blessed, shout hallelujah. One of the things that make people poor is when they feel that somebody has more opportunity or is more blessed than them and they are their inferior. Never you work as an inferior personality. Joseph was a slave boy in the house of Potiphar. The wife of Potiphar tempted him and he said, no, I know how I'm here. I know why I'm here. God is on my side and God is more than enough for me. The God that brought me here will bless me. He said, don't you know I can bless you? He said, I don't need your blessing. God is on my side and he will bless me. I cannot fall cheap to this blackmail. I am blessed and I will maintain a positive attitude. And before long, he was thrown into prison. No problem. In the prison, he has a positive attitude and the jailer make him the captain. Anyone that has a positive attitude in life will always be in charge. Even when they don't put you in charge, you are in charge already. <laughs> are you hearing me now? Even when nobody puts you in charge, you are in charge of your life. And that is self-guarantee contentment. I'm the one that is reigning. And when you are reigning, you don't look at any other side attraction. Because you feel blessed. So you are happy with yourself. You are not looking for somebody to console. You say, I know God is on my side. And because he's on my side, everything will work together for my good. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. Point to yourself. I know all things are for my sake. All things, they are working together for my good. All things, they are for my blessing. Whatever happened, we turn for my blessing. Because all things, they work together for my good. If you believe that, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. What have I talked about this morning? Positive attitude guarantee continuous harvest in your life. Positive attitude guarantee continuous harvest in your life. Positive attitude to life guarantee continuous harvest to life. Positive attitude guarantee continuous harvest. Why? All the ways of the afflicted are evil. A man that is blessed is happy at all times. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 15. Never forget that verse. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 15. All the ways of the anyone that is sad will be afflicted again. If you are sad and you don't know how to control yourself, another sad thing will happen. If you are happy, Beautiful things, more beautiful things will be happening to you. You will never be sad again in the name of Jesus. Number two thing that guarantee others is by looking for opportunity. What do I say? Looking for opportunity. Let me preach to your neighbor. Say, look for opportunities. Say, open your eyes and look for opportunities. You know, we have more opportunity now than we have in the olden days. In fact, the generation now, they are more blessed. 
you are blessed. Say, I am blessed. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Are you sure you are blessed? Do you know that you are blessed? You know why I'm saying that? Yesterday, somebody sent a message to me and said, Brother Amos, our amiable pastor in Bauchi Yewa, you did this, you did that. My wife said, be careful before you begin to reply. I said, God bless you. He said, open the profile. Open the profile. I could not remember his face. I tried all his picture on his wall. I could not recollect. Ah, my wife said, Chai, our generation. Ah, no Facebook. No WhatsApp group. You cannot even remember whose faces now. All those your friends. Can't remember them. But you know, your own generation, you are so connected. You have Facebook now. You have WhatsApp. You have phone number. You have Instagram. You, you can follow each other for 30 years. Yes, you can. But you know, our own. I uh, will miss you. I will not miss you. When we see again. 20 years down the line. I find it difficult to remember the person's face. Somebody, somebody called me and said, Do you know, Bremos? I call so person. He said, He cannot remember me. Ah, he cannot remember me. I felt offended. I said, Don't get offended. That was our generation. Our generation do not have a way of keeping memories. We forget people so easily. I called one of my friends. They say he's in Abuja. Chukudi is a medical doctor. I call him. I say, Brian Moss. He says, Brian Moss, I don't remember you. <laughs> and it is not an offense. Please sit down. It's not an offense. It's not an offense. What am I saying this morning? We have opportunities around us now. Immeasurable, uncountable opportunities. The only thing is that people are wasting opportunity every day or they are blinded to the opportunity that God has provided this time around. That is why you have to open your eyes very well or pray that the Lord open your eyes to see opportunity. Pray. You don't say, eh, where will I get it? Opportunity guarantee harvest. Opportunity guarantee harvest. What you have been looking for is around you. The only thing that is happening to you is that your mind and your eyes are being closed to the opportunity that will bring blessing your way. Yesterday, as I was chatting on the Facebook, I saw a man that put a display of an ophun. A small ophun. I mentioned his... Uh, Futures. This is what this oven can do. This is what can. I said, my wife, come and look at this oven. Where are you? I DM the person. A lorry. I say, I'm holding one right now. He said, I'm bringing it on Sunday. And I asked my wife, why should I get this kind of thing from a lorry? Are there no people that are fabricating? He said, maybe they we have, but they are not on Facebook. Maybe they are not advertising this way. Then be one man at the corner. Somewhere looking for market, but maybe his eyes or her eyes is not open to the opportunity of the internet world. That's why I say, second way to enjoy continuous harvest is by looking for opportunity deliberately. When you wake up in the morning and you are going to the office, you say, Lord, open my eyes to see opportunity around me. I must see opportunity that you have provided for me, and the Lord will. The Lord will help you to find them in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 21, verse 19. 
the lad cried the woman cried and the lord opened her eyes to see the well that was around her even when the woman cried in second Kings chapter 4 the lord opened her eyes to see the small pot of oil raise your hands to him say father open my eyes to see my well to see my tree to see my blessing to see my opportunity i will not miss my opportunity lord open my eyes to see my opportunity say a believing amen, amen. proverbs chapter 17 verse 24 the bible says a wise man Proverbs chapter 17 verse 24 says wisdom opportunity is in front of him that has understanding but the eyes of a fool wander to the end of the heart he does not find anything a wise man find opportunity easily i pray for your eyes to be open may you find opportunity if you lack money it is not money that you lack it is opportunity that you lack if you lack opportunity it's not because you are disadvantaged it's because your eyes have not been trained to identify opportunity around you can i come again if you lack money now it is not because there is no money in the central bank of nigeria it's because you don't have opportunity that will guarantee continuous flow of money and if you don't have opportunity to get money it's because your eyes are not open to see the opportunities that God has provided for you. There is enough opportunity for all of us to be blessed. Enough opportunity. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, Unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you think or ask according to the power that works in you. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 18 says, where there is no fission, the people perish. He that keeps the law, happy is he. Anyone that has eyes to see opportunity is blessed. Blessed is he, happy is he, happy is she, happy is he, happy is she. When your eyes are open to opportunity, you are blessed. See, I'm blessed. Say again, say, Father, bless my eyes to catch opportunity opportunities that others are missing help me to see them in the name of jesus second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 say we all with open face beholding a glass the glory of the lord we are being transformed from glory to glory by his spirit into the same image when our eyes are open we enjoy continuous transformation you can't be transformed until you can see if you are a blind man, you automatically become a beggar. If your eyes are full of light, you automatically become a rich man. Riches and wealth belongs to people that can see. Blindness equates begging. Because you can't see, you will beg. That's why it's important for you to say, Lord, open my eyes. Pray for yourself again. Say, Father, open my eyes to see opportunity where others are complaining. Help me to see opportunity. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 10. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 10. What does he say? Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 10. What does he say? Put it there. Let me see it. Okay. Second Corinthians chapter what? Chapter 9, verse 8. Since God loves you, he's able to give you more than you need. Somebody say amen. amen. 
you will always have every good thing that you need for yourself and you will have enough to do many good things to help other people the bible said this about someone who helps other he has shared his things with many poor people god will always remember how kind that person has been it is god who supplies seed for the farmer to plant it is god who supplies fruit for food god will help you in the same way he will give you plenty of things so that you can help other people you'll be like a farmer who plant many seed and god will cause those seed to grow there will be many good results from the help that you give to other people in the mighty name of jesus that would be like a great harvest somebody say great harvest i can't hear you say great harvest great harvest come when your eyes are open to opportunity lord open my eyes to see my opportunity you will never miss opportunity in jesus name genesis chapter 26 verse 12 to 14 in a time of farming isaac saw isaac saw something new isaac eyes was on the opportunity of selling grains in a time of farming what people are complaining that the weather is bad look i told you and the first point positive attitude isaac saw in the time of farming and the time is so he reap what i can't hear you he reap what when other people are complaining isaac so maybe this is the best time for you to invest in nigeria this might be the best time to even build house i saw some people around my neighbor they gathered themselves together and they started building they wanted to build the pastor's house all the church members they were there they were building and i asked myself how much is a bag of cement now four thousand five hundred how much is a load of uh, gravel now brother me eh? 35,000. How much is ordinary sand now? How many contractors do you have in the house? How much is ordinary sand now? 35,000. How much is a uh, bundle of iron sheet now in town? 28,000. How much is workmanship right now? To hire four laborers and maybe three. How much do they collect per day? 3,005, 3,000. What am I saying? If you compare it to some of us that built, how many years ago do you build a house now? <laughs> Our first house, maybe almost 20 something years ago or 25 years ago. If I tell you how much they buy gravel then and how much they buy cement then, you will not want to build it now. You know what you'll be saying? You wale ah, ah, four thousand five. two hundred naira, two hundred naira cement. You two hundred naira. When we are building the church office, a bag of cement was one thousand four hundred naira. A trailer like that, three hundred bags at the time. But you know something? In the time of farming, people are still building now. They are building a type of farming and they will reap in Jesus' name. What does that mean? It does not matter the price of things around. It does not matter how much they are selling a bag of cement. It does not matter how much they are selling Gary. What matters is opportunity. Open your eyes. Is there any opportunity around this time?
Isaac sow in the land and received in the same year of famine an hundredfold and God bless him. This year, God will bless you. God will bless you with opportunities. Okay. John chapter 12 verse 24. I don't want to explain more on that. John chapter 12 verse But I'm encouraging you. If God is putting something in your mind, don't stop. Do it. Because we are going to reap a bumper harvest in Jesus' name. Can you imagine the life of Isaac? How the Lord transformed him. Because Isaac will spot an opportunity in a time of famine. It's a time of famine that you can see opportunity. You know why? Not many people are willing to do anything in time of famine. You ask somebody, why are you not working? It is when there is no job that God creates job for you. Tell there is no job that God creates job for you. Because opportunities are everywhere. Opportunity to be blessed. Opportunity to be employed. Opportunity to be a blessing. Opportunity to work for somebody that is looking for a sincere person. This is the time you get your job. This is the time. Opportunities. I was talking to somebody last night and he said, the problem we have now is job security. I said, we don't have problem of job security. The problem we have now is having good people to work. Because not many people are trained to work. Our situation in the country is becoming tense. People are looking for whatever I can chop, let me chop. If I can steal, let me steal. Employ me for two months, sack me, I don't care. Anything I want to steal from you, let me steal. Quickly, quickly, before you detect me. Say, let me here, bye-bye. The problem is having sincere persons that are willing to work. So if you have a positive attitude, you have a good spirit, and you want to work for somebody, you'll be a great blessing. And people will be willing to employ you. Almost in all sectors. Though. And the doctors can testify. In that sector, we don't even have people now. We don't have people. So where will I get a job? Job is there for you. When you are ready to spot that job, as an opportunity. Look at what the Bible says. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abided in the But If it die, it brings her forth more food. There could be an opportunity for you to sow, opportunity for you to give, opportunity for you to invest, opportunity for you to help somebody. Somebody is carrying a bag and you say, ah, maybe this is an opportunity for me to help this person. And you might be helping that person. And before you know what is person, what is happening, that person will also do what? Help you. This time, I'm telling you sincerely, that's how life works. When you see opportunity to help somebody, you help the person also. So don't fold your hand. You see somebody carrying back. Can I please help you? Help the person. It's an opportunity. Somebody is crying. Ah, please, it is well. It is well. Do you have a prayer point? Can I pray with you? Have a mentality that all around you there are problems for you to solve and be sincere about it open your eyes be, be a master at spotting opportunity around you don't look at things that are getting spoiled how you walk away it's an opportunity to register something to the mind of an owner opportunity opportunity don't look at people and say oh this is where they are they should be able to help me Look at what you can do to help somebody that is up so that that person can lift you up. Please sit down. That's the way life operates. Every day, God is constantly arranging opportunity for us. You will not miss your own. 
Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, by divine arrangements, I will not miss my own opportunity. Say, they can say, Father, by divine arrangements, I will not miss my own opportunity. Say again, say, Father, by your own divine arrangements, I will not miss my own opportunity. Say, as I step out tomorrow, I will see opportunity. I will maximize opportunity. I will enjoy opportunity. I will not be disadvantaged in the mighty name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Number two way to have harvest in life is by always looking for opportunity. Always. You must pray for it. You must look for it. Because harvest means opportunity. Anytime you see blessing, it means somebody is enjoying opportunity. When you pray for money, God will not give you money from everyone. What God will give you is opportunity. Opportunity to help somebody. Opportunity to invest in business. Opportunity of idea. Opportunity to be a blessing. Anytime you spot an opportunity, your harvest has come. Anointing for harvest come with opportunity. Number three, and I pray that you will like this one. Number three way to enjoy continuous harvest is through hard work. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 8 to 11. Hard work guarantees continuous harvest. Because it does not matter what you have. If you are not an hard worker, you will lose it. Okay, I should go back to Proverbs. Provided are meat in summer, gathered. Gathering is work are food in the harvest. Verse 9. We are going to 11. How long without sleep, O God? When will you wake up from your sleep? Let me read this one. You lie in bed too long, you lazy man. It seems that you will never get out of, out of bed. <laughs> okay, come on. Let's read them. We are going to 11. I will have only a short sleep more, he says. I will stop work and I will go and rest for a short time. But while you are asleep, you will lose all your things. It is as if someone robbed you of your blessing. It takes hard work to maintain the flow. Riches do not endure when you have a lazy generation. Everything that endures, endures because somebody is sustaining it. Nothing sustains itself. That is why we have to train ourselves. Look, this generation, as blessed as you are, you are still lazy. Permit me to use that word. Because most of the time, instead of actually thinking about things that will bless you, you are chatting nonsense on phone. You are chatting nonsense on phone. You can use that phone to market. You can use that phone to read business news. Go to search for information. But instead of using it to gather information, you use it for nothing that will add value to your life. You think that you are young. You will always be young forever. So when you are old, you become poor. Because even though you have technology to use, you are using it for something that will be for your pleasure alone. Can you imagine? Hard thoughts coming to this school. And parents telling us, please, you bank by phone, phone, not one, not two, not three. Not one, not two, not three. 
parent begging me e ju e mo ba mi si si fun won e se ra fun e ba fun fun lati le emi ni mo le kiri lati gba phone Woman came here with, with, with his son. He rolled on the ground. Oh, I never thought my son would have wanted to be in a social like this. Pastor, God bless you. God bless you. He said, Sir, can I see you in the office? I said, Yes. He said, Please, edge your phone. The problem. We want to fish in you. Oh, one is sure she for you, Nani. But one is class for you, Nani. Until you take the right vision, let you join you, Nani. The phone has become an addiction to him. An addiction. A, a father was almost crying. Was almost crying. You like pleasure. He said, All the good things that you have will be taken away from you as if an arm robber is stealing your possession because you are lazy. If you are lazy, you will lose what you have. Watch, watch every generation that is making progress. You will see one trend in their life. All the generation that is prosperous, all of them are working. All working. All working. Look at me. Look at my wife. Look at Professor Jurungwe and his wife. Look at Brad Julius and his wife. Look at, Bra- look at Ramakide. All working. That is the way to live. If you stop working, your prosperity will go down. Something will rob your money. You just say, eh, because God has called me. What God called you? He called me to just help people. So, I'm waiting for somebody. When nobody hire you, hire yourself. Every hard worker always finds something to do. You can't be a hard working person and nobody will employ you. It is not possible. It's not possible. And if what you are doing is not enough, hard job to your job. Hard job. Hard job. If you want a continuous flow of blessing, talk to your hand. Talk to your leg. Say to yourself, I must walk. I will show you. Uh, they say, ah, Pastor, uh, but you have been talking about grace all this while now. I show you from grace perspective. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Grace perspective. First Corinthians 15, verse 10. Look at what Apostle Paul says. The father of grace. God was kind to me. Look at what he says. <coughs> but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But what happened with grace? Can I hear you now? What do I do? How many of you can stand up and say, I labor more than everybody in this church? That was Paul, the general overseer of grace. He said, even though I am coming late, I'm the least of the apostles, I started working for God late, but I labor more than they all, than Peter, than John. I labor, I work hard, so that the grace of God upon me will not be in vain. I labor more, I labor more abundantly than they all, yet not I. I can't boast that I work, but it's the grace that was given to me. I have energy. Some of you are young, oh, your leg is not paining you, your back is not paining you, your hand is not paining you. But you, intentionally, you make your hand stay less hand. And your lower king, your lower rubber. Even washing your clothes, you can't do. Washing your clothes, you cannot do it. Because you are lazy. Every man that is lazy, the blessing that he has will be taken away from him. 
Look at it again. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 27. A slothful man rose not which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. What does he say? A hard-working man treasure his possession. He will use everything within him to guard it. Are you listening to me? Because some of you, when you look at a rich man, he say rich people are wicked. They are not wicked. They know how to guard their possessions. You know those things should not come easily. Lazy man does not cook animal that he caught. But another man work well. His good things are very important to him. Your good blessing, they are important to you. Your money, they are important to you. Your possession, they are important to you. So you work hard to maintain it. Constant flow of harvest. Guarantee hard work. I'm going to tell you yourself, ah, no, 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 I must work hard. Let me show you again. Luke chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. Luke chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. And I'm saying this, if you want harvest, you must wake up. Somebody say, eh, but I'm still young now. So my father, I will also show you in the scripture. And he said also unto his disciple, there was a certain rich man which had a steward. And the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. He was not doing well with that position. What happened? And he called him and said unto him, how is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship for thou mayest be no longer my steward. I will terminate the appointment. When you are lazy, your appointment will be terminated. Nobody like a lazy worker. Whatever your hand found to do, do it diligently as unto the Lord and not unto men. Let them know in your office that you are hardworking. Ah, this person is good, though. He's diligent. Let nobody ascribe laziness with you. You are looking for opportunity, but you are not looking for hit and run. Or when it took back, that is 419. The easiest way to make a sustainable income, sustainable flow of harvest, is to register yourself as a worker. Everyone, in every field, you cannot excel easily without hard work. And I'm telling you, I am a working person. I have worked in organization. I'm working in private organization. I'm working in this organization now as a private something. And I've seen laziness. I've seen hard working. If you are working as if you are working for government, you'll be poor. I'm telling you. Somebody told me, said, Sir, when you employ me, you did not tell me that I'm going to look for students for Adekule Ajasi. I was employed to work, to just teach and go. I said, Sorry, this is not a government organization. This is private. Anytime there's an holiday, we give you assignment. You may not come to the office, home, but you are also working for us. He said, ah, eh, sweetly, for me better. I think so now, yeah. That's the truth. Everything that happens is a blessing. Whether there's an emergency holiday, what will you be doing during the holiday? We'll give you assignment. And you report back. That's the way to make things run. Working hard is what guarantees continuous blessing. And you must register yourself as a worker. Luke chapter 22, verse 35. Matthew chapter 25, verse 26. There may be I should round up 
And maybe I'll give you one more and round up. Which one are you now? Luke chapter 22 verse 5. Jesus said to them, Are you there? Okay, verse 35. And he said unto them, When I send you without pause and script and shoes, lack you anything, and they said nothing. Jesus sent them out and he said, Don't take your money. And what did he do for them? Matthew chapter 10. He gave them power to heal the sea. Oh, yeah, go. They say, Allowance. He said, No allowance. Your allowance is the power that I have given you. Go and make an effect and they will feed you. That is the gospel. That is the gospel. When I said God called me, he redeemed. <laughs> I have to confirm and confirm before this ministry started. Because redeem will teach you hard work. <laughs> Listen, when they want to start a branch and they want them to depart, the first parish that I pastor, overcomers. On a Sunday morning like this, my pastor then, Pastor Adibosi, said, We are sending Pastor Adibosi and his wife to pastor a new parish. Pastor Adibosi, Oh yeah, say something. Anyone that want to follow him, come out. So about how many people? Maybe six people. Seven people or six people. They came out. They prayed for me. They say, we are se- sit down please. We are sending you to that hall. No microphone, no, no chair. We have tried for giving you a shop. We have tried. Go there and be clapping your hand. If God call you, people will give you. Told my wife no problem, so we swept the place on a Saturday. I'm sorry, okay. I tell one in Mofia, Toba, more, And somebody say, Ah, I like that pastor, I will join. And we now say, We want to buy an engine so that we use microphone. We contributed 2000 to buy the one of Woro Woro microphone. That's how we started. There was no drum set. There was no plastic. It's bench No backrest. That's what you sit on. And that shop grew. We were over 70 in that place. And somebody gave us another building. Kerubo and Seraphim Church. No instruments. And somebody told us, sir, Kerubo and Seraphim, come on, and true to his word, we started digging the ground. We have to dig and plaster it. No money from headquarters. Some of you know what I'm talking about. No money from headquarters. After I've contributed for the church, they will still levy me. I will contribute for the headquarters. You know the story. It's not a new thing. Yeah, that's what they do. They taught me hard work. Hard work. Hard work. Jesus said, I'm sending you there with the only thing you need. He said, what is this, sir? He said, power. I give you power to cast out demons. Now go there and do exploit and come with results. When you ask God for money, what God gives you is power. Power to do exploit. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. You will remember the Lord your God for his he that gives you power. Power to work. To make money. Don't say I'm looking for money. Receive power, energy. You wake up in the morning, your leg is still moving, your hand is still working, you can still talk. Ah, anyway, what we say? I'm watching. He said, Yeah, he said, Yeah, Coco, 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 Coco. He said, 
not very last year. So that <laughs> your good will not be stolen like an arm robber. Start working to maintain it. That's the way it is. Start working. It gives you power. Some of you, you are young now. God has given you energy to work. Energy. You have more than enough energy. You can jump. You can walk. And you are not working now. If you don't walk now, you will walk later when you are 60. People that refuse to walk when they are young, they play now. When they are old, they will now begin to walk. People that are working now, when they are young, if you are in your 20, when you have energy, and you are working, two jobs, three jobs, you are hard working now, you will play later. Somebody said here, he said, he said, let me read for you. He said, there are always pain in life. The pain of discipline and hard work, or the pain of regret. If you work now, you will play later. They are always pay. I'm waking up. It's not confident for me. Oh, ah, there will be pain now. There will be pain. But if you walk where now, you will hit the fruits tomorrow. But if you are playing now, ah, very soon you will realize you need to walk to feed yourself. I pray that none of you will walk in your whole age in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, John chapter 9 verse 4, I must walk the walk of him that sent me now. For the night is coming when no man shall walk. I must walk now. There is a season of walk. If you want the others to flow at all time, I must walk the works of him that sent me. Why it is day? The night cometh when no man can walk. The night season is your 60, 70. Have you not seen people of 60, 70 still looking for job? Because when they're supposed to walk, they were sleeping. They were not working. Now that you have energy, your bones are not paining you. Your leg can still move. Walk with all your energy so that tomorrow life will be easy for you. If you work hard in life, life will be easy for you. The problem we have in Nigeria, there are surmountable problems. If they bow to hard work, when you see a couple that is hard working, before you know it, 10, 20 years, you achieve everything. 10, 20 years. I was telling my wife jokingly. I said, we didn't have any inheritance. We started working. Both of us started working. And how many years now? We have our own house. Our children are better. Because they have inheritance. We didn't have that. And if they must sustain it, they must also work on it. That's the way it is. To sustain your blessing, you must work. I give you this last quotation that I have from somebody. He said, don't chase butterfly because if you catch them, they will fly away. Let me tell you, turn to your neighbor and say, don't chase butterfly. You know what I mean by butterfly? Money. Don't stop chasing money. Ah, it's money. If you catch them, it will disappear. He said, but build a garden of flower. Butterfly will come and they will not go not go. That's the way to live. Don't chase fantasies. Hey, I want to buy this car. I want to buy that car. Don't chase that as your priority. What you should chase now is work. Power to work. Power to build wealth. Power to build generational wealth. Power to build enduring wealth. That's what you should chase. He said, if you chase butterfly, 
they will escape and fly away. But if you build a garden that is full of flower, your butterfly will come. It will come. That's all your faith. That's your faith. That's your faith. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive power to build weights. I receive grace for hard work. I will not relent. I will build a resting place. I will build a garden where butterfly will come and make an abode in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to build. I want to build something. I receive grace to and this is the time for you to start. You are in your 20. This is the time for you to build something. Yes, I receive ability to do great work with great wisdom. Lord, give it to me in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to build. I must build a lasting legacy. I must build a lasting word in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to work hard. I will not be lazy in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray for yourself. I will not be lazy. I receive grace. If you are a student, pray. I receive grace to be a student. I will not be lazy. I will work very well. I must work in the work of him that sent me. I must work very hard. I must work while it is there. I must work. I receive grace to build for my future. I receive grace to have a continuous harvest. I receive grace to be a builder. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to build. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, when I get to my future, I will not be full of regrets. I'll be full of joy and testimony in the name of Jesus. My old age will be full of rests. It will not be full of hard work and pension. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. You are young. You can see pray it. In my old age, I'll have a reason to laugh. I'll have a reason to rest. I'll have a reason to be rejoicing. In the name of Jesus. I will not be borrowing money in my old age. My later end will be better than my beginning. Everybody should pray. You are going to pray. Look, my later end will be better than my beginning. I may be struggling now, but my tomorrow will be better. I will have abundance. In the name of Jesus, I will have abundance. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. The Lord said in Matthew 25, 25, he said, 29, he said, give it to the one that has 10, so that we have abundance. When you are hardworking, God gives you more. Raise your hands to him. Say, Father, give me more opportunity. I'm looking for opportunity. I'm ready to utilize opportunity. Give me more opportunity. I'm still strong. I am still young. I can still do more. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me opportunity to work. I will work. Give me opportunity to be a blessing. I'll be a blessing. I am not tired. I am not retiring. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Open your eyes. When I left Lautech, when I retired Lautech, for long retirement, they say, ah, maybe I should do retirement Thanksgiving. I say, I'm not retiring. I'm entering another job. What is Thanksgiving there? I'm still young. Everybody knows I'm still young. I'm just working from one job to another job. What am I celebrating? Celebrating step into another job. My neighbor saw me one day say, Pastor, I said, yes. I said, yes. 
I love. I say, Mosef, Mosef, I'm very safe. Move away, Lati Batetti, Kaku Latek. He said, You can see what was you. He said, You are possible. Who can very in Lisa, Emorasa, and Pedelisa. I just laugh. I laugh. Retire for where? For where? When the opportunity. Receive grace to be a hard worker, a contributor to life. Your hand will never be idle. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says the hand that walk will be a rule. It will rule. You are meant to reign. Raise your hands to heaven. My hand will rule. I will not be a slave to anybody or servant to anybody. I refuse insults. I receive grace for hard work. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. We are going to pray the second prayer. Lord, open my eyes to see opportunity. Do you know at times there are things that you should buy that are around you? There are blessings, business that you should do that are around you. I'm not suggesting. I'm just saying you need to pray because there are some of your businesses that even me, I don't know. God will not open my eyes to see the business that you should do. Sometimes ago, somebody came to me and said, she told her husband that, ah, as we enter abundant grace to work, do POS. He said, the husband said, he said, POS. He said, ah, do you know that if you meet person and you said, you want to do POS, and because nobody is doing it, you are in the hostel, if we have no choice than to allow you to do it. Because God has not opened his eyes to see it. <laughs> God never opened my eyes to see it. In fact, you say, we say, sir, see what's the POS? I say, Elu Abegi, eh? POS, one beg, Elu Abegi. I don't want all this rubbish eh, people disturbing me. But, bam! That was cashless policy. And I say, what? I had my student telling me, daddy, me, you say, what's cool? You lie, lie. You know, I could be I say what? They say ah, commission to you, Lord twenty thousand, four thousand. When you are going to the I say, hey, my eyes now open. Go and get POS. God now opened my eyes, and that same day I bought it. The morning point, and I now say, if you are paying for school fees, it's free of charge. How many people came the day you came? About four or five came that same day. They have been having that money, and they refuse to pay until I bought that thing. But do you know that if somebody has seen that opportunity before me, that will be the person's opportunity. There's nothing I'm going to do. That's why you are going to pray. Even where I'm working, even in this situation of bad economy, open my eyes to the opportunity that I have not seen. Lord, open my eyes. There may be opportunity around you that you have not seen. Pray and say, Lord, open my eyes. Let me see the opportunity that are around me that I have not seen. Open my eyes to the blessing, to the favor that you have put for me that I have not seen. Lord, help me to see it. Lord, help me to see the opportunity. Lord, help me to see the opportunity. Help me to see the opportunity around me. That Even this season, open my eyes. Pray, Lord, open my eyes so that I may see opportunity that will bring blessing for me. As I'm looking for opportunity, make me an expert at finding opportunity even where people are saying there is no opportunity 
I know I can discover opportunity. Lord, help me to find an opportunity where I am. Help me, Lord, to see opportunity. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And this is the first final prayer we are going to pray. Every bad wound, bad pain, that want to disturb my future, I keep remembering my past wound. It could be your past mistake. It could be your past hurt. Somebody hurt you. Lord, heal me of every wound or pain of the past in the name of God. Go ahead and pray that prayer for yourself. Anything that will not allow me to have a positive attitude, Father, heal me of that pain. I want to be free. Heal me of that wound. In the name of Jesus, every past failure, every past wound that will not allow me to move forward. Father, heal me of the pain. Heal me of the wound. In the name of Jesus, I will not carry generational pain. Every wound that will not allow me to enjoy my blessing. Heal me of that wound. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. There are some people, anytime they want to try anything, the devil will show them the picture of their failure. Remember, you tried something last year. And you become depressed again. You can't do it again. Every spirit that revives you to your failure, we condemn that spirit in Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive positive attitude. I will move forward irrespective of my past or what people are saying against me or what the world is saying against me I receive grace to march forward no matter what is happening or what has happened I will march forward I am unstoppable nobody can stop me in the name of Jesus I will not give excuse for failure in the name of Jesus I am marching forward every day in my life my business is moving forward I am blessed above all. I am loved above all. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Two people surprised me that I watched this week. I was telling my wife this story. One man, you must have watched him too, eventually scatter a woman's gary. Maybe you have watched it. And she now told, he now told her that I'm, I'm sick. That's why. I don't know what is wrong with me. That's why I pour your gari away. And one said, no problem. Do you need food? Give her bread. Give her milk. And the person now goes, it's a prank. I just want to know whether you'll be angry. He said, mama, take this 100,000. The man said, there's no need, no need. You say you are sick. He said, I'm not sick. I was just trying to test you. Please take all that out for business. And the woman thanked her. The other woman was selling. And that boy hit the woman. All the businesses. The achab or something fell down. And the boy said, I'm sick. That was why I caused that problem for you. Please forgive. And the woman said, okay, no problem. The business I'm doing. I just want to use the money to buy uniform for my child. Or maybe that's the way God wants it. May the Lord heal you, you can go. And the boy came back and said, you have a good spirit. Thank you. Please take 100,000. And the size rejoicing and shouting. It may be fake. It may be real. But what I want you to know is this. When you are positive at all times, you attract good people. You will always attract your kind of person. 
If many people are hurting you, watch it. You may be bad yourself. Nobody will tell you the truth, but I'm your pastor, I will tell you. If you don't have so many friends, maybe something is wrong with you. People like good people. Good people are help at all times. If you are positive, you will see that you attract good people that are willing to help you in life. If everyone around you is bad, they are not good, watch yourself. That may be your mirror. That may be who you are. Maybe you are too tight with yourself. You are too wicked to other people. You have to be positive about other people. You have to be loving. You have to be enduring. You have to be kind. Because even you yourself, you are not perfect. You must be positive about other people's life. Raise your hands to heaven. So I receive grace to be positive and patient with people in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray that prayer for yourself. And let's pray for grace to be positive. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace and ability to accommodate and to be positive. I receive positive attitude. I will not feel bad. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help me to be loving and to be positive. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes, Father, prayer. Every bad doctrine, you know, when people are poor, they think they are poor because of their parents. You know, most people, it's easy for me to tell you that, uh, you know, my father never bought a car. My father was riding bicycle. My father never built a house. My father never sent me to school. My father was never good. My father was a polygamous man. We have 14 children in my house. We live in mud houses. We never know what it means to use gas cooker. We were always using stove. We don't have kitchen. We don't have a normal toilet in our house. That is the reason why I am poor. Jeez. It's always easy for you to transfer your pain and your fault to your parents. Not knowing that even inside you, you have a wrong principle about life that is destroying you. Somebody came here and started crying. I have nobody to help me. This is how my life has been. I said, okay, I will help you. What do you have? He told me, I said, okay, I'm helping you now. Beginning from today. But you won't stay long in any help that somebody is rendering to you. If you don't have a positive attitude to life, your attitude will always push you away from your blessing. It is not about your father. It's about you, you yourself. You have to work on yourself. Every wrong opinion that you carry, that God will flush it out. Some may be generational. Some may be things that you have learned. For instance, some of you may have learned that uh, and it's a lie. A prophet told my younger brother, don't ever work for your uncle again. One low any, one low go any. Then he sat at home. There was no job. He did pure water driver. It was worse. Then now said to himself, Oh, yeah, I bet I can rent you go sit It's better come back me looking to go with Because for now, let me go between low go see. in waste. I want to rent this or go out. So he went back to the uncle and said, Emma be no, Emma be no, Madelo Semi, move ready. Officially, I'm already as you say, Oh, yeah, hello me. He said, When he decided, he said, He decided not to hear the word of that prophet in Bunga. 
Is a car logo me if you go like a car look and look as a win He said, When he decided to now join his workforce, uncle was now transferred to Portacot and he make him the charge of everything, including his building. That was when he built his own house. Oh, and look where I want to look where you my friend. Every wrong doctrine that you have learned that is either making you lazy or irresponsible, may the Lord flush them out of your mind. Amen. So Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. He said, The weapons of our warfare they are not cannibal, might to the pulling down of strongholds. Stronghold, they are battalion, they hold you in captivity. The way you think, you don't want to change your opinion. This is the way I'm going to do my life. And you are poor. Oh, your mind you have been making up. What do you have? What, what job do you have? What can you say you have? Look, if God is talking to you, ah, your word is not your last, oh, his word is the last. If God says something, I'll say, ah, God just said to me, I should apologize. I don't know why I'm apologizing. You are a man of God's word. You are not a man of your word. You are humble to bow and say, every instruction you teach me, I will do. Under Christ. Under Christ. Under Christ. When God speaks, that's the final. He is the author and the finisher of what? Raise your hands to heaven. Every wrong opinion that want to put me into captivity, I set myself loose. I'm a man of God's word. It is the opinion of God's word that is my opinion. Whatever God says is what I will do in the name of Jesus. Everything that the Lord says, I will follow. Open your mouth. Every opinion of poverty, every contrary opinion to the word of God, I cancel them in the name of Jesus. Lord, it is your word that I will follow. I am humbled by you. Whatever you say, I will follow. Wherever you lead, I will go. I will be blessed. I will not follow my own opinion when it is contrary to your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, I submit myself to your instruction, to your leadership, to your voice, to everything you want me to do. We do thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hold your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, your hands to heaven. I'll be positive to your instruction, positive to your name, positive to everything about you. I will never think negative about the things of God. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Lord, I receive grace to be positive. Towards the things of God. Towards the church of God. Towards the word of God. I will never be at variance with your word. Your instruction is my bound. Whatever you say, I love. Lord, I love your house. I love your word. I love everything you say. In the name of Jesus. I will walk in accordance with your word. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, every opinion of poverty, 
that the devil has used to tie us down. We break them loose right now in the name of Jesus. We cancel generational poverty. We cancel every evil thoughts. We cancel every wrong perception. We receive grace to have a positive attitude. In the name of Jesus. When our opinion is at failures with your with our own opinion. Father, we cancel our opinion for your opinion in Jesus' name. Whatever you say, we will do. Wherever you lead, we will follow. Your love will become our love. Your interest will become our interest. We receive positive attitude to walk with you at all times in the name of Jesus. Father, when we wake up tomorrow, we'll be looking for opportunity. Help us to find opportunity. Open our eyes to see opportunity. Help us to see opportunity at all times in the name of Jesus. And when we see opportunity, help us to maximize them in the name of Jesus. We receive grace for supernatural strength. Everyone that is sick in this all, Father, heal them in the name of Jesus. Give us power. Ideas to make words. Ideas to do exploit. Ideas to move forward. Ideas to be blessed in the land of famine. Ideas to be rich in Nigeria. Ideas to excel. Every garment of poverty, take them away from us. Remove the cloth of insults from our name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Please don't sit down yet. Just close your eyes. Without Jesus, you cannot go far. Say with me if you have not given your life to Christ. Say, Lord Jesus, today I surrender my life to Jesus. Forgive me my sin. I will live for you forever. Help me to live a good life. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. If you have prayed that prayer, you are born again Christian. If you are here this morning and you are blessed, shout hallelujah. Yeah.